0: I, okay, I'm willing to bet we do an over under. Luna gets more words right during the ad read than and Tapsy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's that time. Welcome everyone to a very special episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast. Why it is special, you ask? Uh, I'm not gonna spill the beans quite yet. I'll uh, I'll quick
0: kick it over to old julian there how you doing today buddy I'm doing great and it feels great to be able to announce i'm still a patriots fan after that nfl draft that just Ooh, yeah. took place happy to be with you gentlemen uh chapsy how you doing
2: well, No Instructions Needed World, No Instructions Needed Nation. Uh, we haven't really given you a name yet, the Neen Nation. I'm not too sure what we're doing. Uh, we got some big news. Obviously, you have all seen what has been going on in social media because it is now Wednesday. Uh, the first thing we got to do is uh, we have to introduce our new co-host. We have gone from a band of three to a band of four. We're now with the bases loaded and ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alan Kahn
3: hey boys glad to be here sorry arsenal fans i'm back and i'm jordan belfort in here i'm not fucking leaving so <laughs> it to be it. week after week julian and i we're gonna do a chelsea recap at the start of every week <laughs> oh no please <laughs> probably not we might we might lose some listeners if we talk soccer every week but no i uh, really happy to join you guys um I was a fan before I came on, and now I get to be a part of this. Uh, So super cool. I'm pumped to be here.
2: Al, we couldn't be more excited to have you on, man. Honestly, when I... uh... When I first envisioned this podcast, like when it was uh, in its original form, I always thought I wanted four guys because it just makes everything so much easier. Maybe some people are lazier with social media than others. We won't say who those people are. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. me. Okay. <laughs> but it, it helps. It helps share the load. And and you're going to be given a lot of good hot takes. And uh, we couldn't be more excited to have you on. So the pleasure is all ours, sir. But the second big piece of news... Listen, I got jealous. I got real, real jealous of her man, the big O here. He came out and was like, hey, yo, I got a new sponsor, 20% discount. He'll give you all the codes all the time for for the Manscaped. But I got real, real jealous. I was like, you know what? F that. We're going to go get our own sponsor. So what did we do? We scoured all the breweries that we could possibly think of. And lo and behold, Trench Brewery. In Prince George, British Columbia came up and said, hey, we'll sponsor an episode for you guys. So this episode of the No Instructions Needed podcast is presented to you by Trench Brewing. That is awesome. We're really excited to have them on board. Uh, The one thing we want to try here, guys, if you guys are looking for a takeout food in Prince George or anything like that, make sure you guys visit Trench. They are open for takeout right now. Uh, go go get that go see them. Their food is absolutely outstanding. And you know while you're there, you know what they also have really really good. They got this this thing called beer. I'm a big beer drinker. You can tell it in my gut. Um, it is called. They, they really love this new uh, coffee beer that they've created. It's called Caledonia Cold Brew Ale. And let me tell you, it tastes like uh, a really awesome uh, kind of coffee beer combo. It's it's really really good. So you can find that in all your liquor stores. From Fort St. John down to Kelowna, if you're in that area, make sure you guys buy some trench brewing. Alright, let's get this thing started, guys. Where are we going first? Mobile combat? Who liked it? Who didn't like it? Al? I, you're would, first. I, would, no, I would like to bring something
1: up real you quick don't. here uh, before oh. we because this this kind of concerns Al and myself. And when it was announced that he was coming on full time, it kind of got me thinking because um chaps shared a review you know our our loyal fans our listeners sometimes they give us nice reviews and it's it's super nice and it's super good to see but this one started with dean chaps and the big o i'm like these two guys have nicknames and i'm just dean and al and me like al just al right now i'm just dean right now so i was thinking of a nickname for me and you guys are going to hate it, but it's hilarious. And I don't actually think it's going to stick. But what if there's the big O and the big D? <laughs> it's it's double entendre, you know, implies my wiener is uh, a bit above average. Like that one guy that reviewed us or girl that reviewed us said that uh, we all had huge, you know what? And it kind of works with that. So, uh, you know, digest it. Think about it, sleep on it, get back to me.
0: I think I think it's a little hard when you have three other dudes that are gonna have to refer to you as the, the big D. I but, can confirm uh... it is a big
2: D. It is a big D. I've seen it, it's a big D. It's a big D. Like the
1: Julian, I don't wanna rain on your parade here. You know, I I'm not gonna steal it. It's your intellectual property, but you know, just you know, think about it, man. We could be the big combo.
0: Listen, I'm Besides I'm willing me. to share uh, anything and I do mean anything with you, Diener. So if it's the big D, if it's uh double O nine and a half, we'll do whatever it is we uh we wanna call you, buddy. Don't worry. And we got and Al,
1: I've thought about nothing for you. So this was more just a me <laughs> thing, and I and I kind of swept you in just uh just to kinda for you to think about it as well.
2: What was your big D, on? I'll be
3: little little A. Little A. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We got the big dick and the little be- ass here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Should we just there's all have be- wiener nicknames?
0: Uh, not, not to mention, this episode still brought to you by Trench Brewing Company. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, come back for another episode. If not, it has been fun two minutes into the podcast. It was great while it lasted. Thank you for, for sponsoring
2: us. <laughs> Your nachos look awesome. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> their food's really good. Mm-hmm. All right, so Al, with growing up, what did you have a nickname? Uh, Mine my, my was Churchman because the chapel made sense. So what what was what was your nickname growing up, Al? Uh,
3: a- Acon's floated around a lot. Just Alan Connor, just mashing them together. It's like the easy sports nickname, right? Connor, you don't know, you can't really throw like an E or anything on that, like the easy hockey, like Chapsy or something like that. So Acon fell a lot.
0: We watch a lot of Letter Kenny, like Konzi. Konzi would be a good one. Uh um, yeah. I like I like Akon that's uh that's 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 a that's a solid one right there.
3: Fuck you, Shorzy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we already got a, a top contender. Let's just keep churning him out.
0: if <laughs> yeah. we if we're, we're going to go to double on what's Chapsy going to be? <laughs> just chap chapped ass is that
2: is that what yeah, I, I referred to him
0: do. as last episode? I, I think uh, we got to move on.
2: I think uh you know what, quite honestly, I have a couple uh, different nicknames in uh, in the old, uh, yeah, that, so that's been a big one. I mean, yeah, Chap Lips is, is come up a little bit too, So and there's a lot of funny things you can do with the name Clint. Oh boy,
0: this is off to be a great start. Absolutely love this, uh, but uh, yeah, Big Al, like, great, to, great to have you on here. We obviously enjoyed our conversation the last time when we uh, destroyed our fan base and talked soccer for about 45 minutes of the podcast, <laughs> which was always... Yeah. Uh, always lovely but let's talk about some allegiances we've talked sports on this podcast for quite some time uh you disclosed that you are a baltimore ravens football fan which i mean can't be easy to swallow when you've had the likes of joe flacco representing your squad and now you have a, a wide receiver basically running your offense into the ground over the next two to three years straight out so let's, but let's let's talk a little bit about uh, some of the other sports we know you're a chelsea fan Are you into baseball? Do you like uh, hockey? Like break us down. Let us get to know the big, uh, the big A or the small A. Actually, sorry, uh, a little bit better.
3: (laughs) Yeah, uh, I'm going to take another one, another hit here. Um, Hockey. I'm a Montreal Canadiens fan. Oh, I think I think
0: Chaps knew that though.
3: (laughs) I think Chaps knew that already. 100%, 100%. Uh,
0: wait, well, before we continue, Chaps, has the ink dried on his contract? Because that's probably like, unless he turns around and says that like his favorite baseball team is like the New York Yankees, he's got, he's, he might have to go. I don't know. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, he, the ink hasn't dried. There was no ink in the first place. He kind of just, you know, he's got some pictures of me that, that shouldn't be released. So that's how he got on this podcast in the first place. <laughs> we work on the honor system here.
1: the old The old handshake, the virtual handshake.
3: okay so baseball no allegiances i'm canadian so we'll go with the blue jays nice uh if we're gonna hit nba oh i'm gonna take heat here too i know what i'm a lakers fan oh well there we go
0: we got one (laughs) julian we got one (laughs) yes yes let's go baby let's (laughs) go Just just for that, I'm going double hoodie just for the pod today. Oh. <laughs> yes.
3: Here we go. Here we go.
1: The scales are shifting. <laughs> Dean and Chaps versus Alan and Julian. Raptors, Blue Jays, Canucks. There's only one answer. 100%. Let's go. And Seahawks. Football and, and, and
0: Chargers.
2: Yeah, okay. Chargers, okay.
0: <laughs> hey, listen, I, I love what the Chargers did uh, in the draft. I'm a big fan. I thought they had a they had a good uh, first round pick. They had they made some uh, some big moves uh, in the latter rounds. and they're actually looking to be like poised for a great year. However, the big caveat, you know, chaps and i were were talking uh, with Dina on Thursday. During the amazing draft, spectacular special by Pat McAfee, <laughs> so ripping, good. ripping bong hits, just doing, doing the dirty. You got angry Mel Kuiper on there. It was absolutely fantastic. But uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers might be on the move, and the rumor is Denver Broncos. I mean, if that happens, AFC East is no, or sorry, the AFC is no longer to be dominated by you know Patrick Mahomes. Quick thoughts: Your team's on the draft. And what we think about Aaron Rodgers flipping the scales and potentially taking his talents to the AFC. All
2: right. I'm going to go first here. Um, So the star of the draft was Pat McAfee. Uh, I don't care what anyone says that dude had 135,000 people watching a YouTube stream. Absolutely incredible. If there's anything I want this show to be like, it is the Pat McAfee show. I, I I'm in love with that guy and what he does. He's one of the most brilliant—he's right up there with Dan Levitard for me. So, but I don't smoke doobies. No, no, you don't. But we, you know, we could try. We could, it's legal here <laughs> in DC. We we, it we doesn't try. sit well with me, man. It doesn't sit well with me. It's, it's not my friend. It's not my friend. No. So he, he is amazing and phenomenal. And uh, I did actually want to give a big shout out to him, even though he'll never listen to this, but we continue to tag him in all, in all our stuff until he comes on. <laughs> um, I, 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 yeah, press. I yeah, full corporate. It's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, as far as Aaron Rodgers, he's a baby. He's a wimp. He's an idiot. He he does this stuff all the time and he's wanted it out of there for a long, long time. Uh, now in saying that, The Green Bay Packers, I mean, you had like a top five all-time. Wow, that's heavy. You had a top 10 all-time quarterback, and you completely wasted his career. That's why I get mad at the Seahawks a little bit, too, with the Russell Wilson stuff. You wasted it. But at the same time, A-Rod, I mean, you're a diva. You're always trying to get out. I don't know. He can go to Denver. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. He can go to wherever he wants. He's not... He's just not clutch, man. He's been to one Super Bowl. He, he everyone thinks he's this great, great quarterback, and it's like, okay, great, great quarterbacks get their teams to more than one Super Bowl. I don't care if you if you lose seven of them. Jim Kelly's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. He got his team to four straight. Oh, don't give me that look. I can see your look, Julian. He got his quarterback to four, or he's got, he got his team to four straight Super Bowls. Don't give me that shit. Sorry, this is the truth.
0: Jesus Christ. Um... <laughs> There was a lot of stuff that you said there. Uh none of it made sense. I mean, at least yeah, last um, time on this at least last time on this podcast you were like post-coital drinking bottles of wine and I could have seen the excuse of all of your endorphins leaving your brain and going to other You know, head that you have on your body, but this is just absolutely ridiculous. Number one, Aaron Rodgers is not a baby. If you look at what they have done while he's been on their team, they've drafted one offensive player in the first round. And who was that? That was the backup quarterback on the team. They've gone completely defensive the entire time, not really given him any of the weapons to make that. Top ten, I would say top five skilled quarterbacks of all time. Not greatest, but he's arguably one of the top five most skilled quarterbacks to ever play the position. Definitely ahead of Jim Kelly. Stop that noise. Um, and so the the major difference here, you know, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning are the obvious comparables. However, both those guys go in free agency. What's going to end up happening, and the thing that kills whatever team, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers would be going to is you're giving up a lot of capital in order to bring him in so a lot of the talent that you would hopefully have for him to be successful in a super bowl you're giving up going the other way you know he's given a list of three teams i would love to see him play in vegas with the raiders so i thought that would have been cool i think it becomes a little bit of a challenge now because the draft is done at least with draft picks you could you can move things around and see what helps your team this year they could probably still make it happen but i don't think he's a big baby at all uh, if you look at the way his career started, if you look at the way that he's sort of been treated, if you look at the way Matt Lafleur came in and the big deal that was made about "I'm calling the plays," it's not going to be a Rod. Whether that's the truth or not, that information doesn't need to be what starts your career as an NFL coach. Like you don't need to draw the the line in the stand and you know show who's got the bigger piece. You know, you have somebody who has gotten you to the dance before, who's a great quarterback. It basically has shown management has done nothing to support this guy. And if you're going to call him a crybaby, what is Russell Wilson, who got taken to Super Bowl after Super Bowl because of the defense and not the offensive weapons that were put around him? It was the defense that got them to the dance. Now, Russell Wilson crying about being paid. Aaron Rodgers deserves an opportunity to win another Super Bowl.
2: Just trying to box the other two hosts out here. Um, yes, (laughs) hey, go for it. First of all, Dean has has the bigger piece. Second of all, um, (laughs) Russell Wilson is a crybaby, he cries all the time. The first Super Bowl, yes, he was taken by the defense. The second Super Bowl, he was way better, man. Like, he was he was legit, legit a good quarterback that year. So Yes, I agree with you. They're both babies. But you know what? Aaron Rodgers is one in four in a championship game with two different head coaches. Like, I'm sorry, man. And look at his championship games. He threw how many picks in the one that he had last year against the, the Buccaneers? How many did he throw against the Seahawks when he was in it the time before that? He, he's just, he's not as clutch as everyone says he is. Peyton Manning consistently, terrible quarterback, terrible quarterback. He can't win, can't win. Motherfucker has two Super Bowls, man. Two Super Bowls.
0: One Sorry. in which he won. One in which he won. The other one, he, he went, was basically and, okay. a dead body drag. He went
2: to four line. Super Bowls, Julian, with four different head coaches. He's a way better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. It's not even close. Not even in the same... Aaron Rodgers is the most talented quarterback in NFL history. He's the most talented. Doesn't mean he's the best. Al, do you have anything to say on this?
3: Yeah, what Julian said. Um, No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I can agree he's still an asset. I don't think he's changing any... Like, he's not going to go anywhere and win a Super Bowl, I don't think. But he's he's an asset. He's got some life left in him. I mean, is he a whiner? Yeah, okay. I can agree with that, chaps. But... uh I think you're running him down a little too much. He's he's still got some lifeblood in him. He, he can still play the game, and he's going to be an asset wherever he goes. All right, ultimate
1: test for you, chaps: oh, no. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers or Philip Rivers?
2: <laughs> oh, that's I'm sorry, Dean. I mean, like it's a rod all the way. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be
0: wrong answer. <laughs> Listen for for Dean though. What I'll give you is if we're talking about who's got the biggest heart. It's Philip Rivers, whether it's pumping out 17 children or whether it's the fact that he finished playing in like a championship game or a season or a couple of games with a torn ACL where you have guys who, you know, it ends their career and he's just, you know, going there and he can't even throw a ball over the top. He's got to like shove it forward and he's still throwing up yards. As much as I shit on the Chargers, Philip Rivers is a G, but he'll be forgotten, as I said, within the next 10 years.
1: Yeah, probably. I just haven't mentioned him on the pod in like a month or <laughs> it two. <laughs> it, it's, it's been a few episodes. I used to mention him pretty much every single week and maybe I'm forgetting too. Who knows?
2: <laughs> Is he your favorite player of all time, Dean?
1: Ooh. No, Barry Sanders. Oh, man. That's a great
2: pick. That's fantastic. I feel like we should I still like have my away. jersey. You do?
1: I you got a- it when I was like 11, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. And then he retired like a year later. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wow. This, uh, this guy's active. But now it's just a collector's item. You know, I could probably sell that for a quarter of what my mom paid
2: for it. No, I bet you it's more At than that. the thrift store. <laughs> just get, take a picture of it and sell, sell it as an NFT. I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the hot market right now, right? You'll probably get oh. a couple hundred grand for that thing.
1: I got some Top Shot NFTs. Don't worry oh, about me. Oh, you bought some? You, you got some? Oh, shit, yeah, my friend. What did you get? I, I don't what have, did you like, get? Oh, I got tons. I don't have any, like, sweet ones that are worth, like, like my most... I got a Malachi Flynn one uh, a couple days ago, and that's worth, like, 30 bucks American, I think, and that's, like, the best one I got. So, the slowly building the empire.
2: TBD, stay tuned. I heard that process is hard, though. Like, like it'd take you, like, four hours to get Malachi Flynn.
1: No, no, no. It's what happens is they like there's X amount of packs available, and then you get put into a queue. And so, if there's like 100,000 packs available, and you're like number 200,000 in the queue, you're like, all right, I'm not getting one. But if you're like 80, then you got to have to wait for like maybe a couple hours for it when it's your turn to buy one. So, yeah, it's sometimes you just like give up right away, and then some, and then sometimes you're like right outside and you kind of have to wait to see if like some people don't buy theirs. So, it's, yeah, it's a bit of a, a biatch to uh, to like go through the process, but it, it's fun. I like it, and I, I've like I've profited off some like little crappy cards. Like I got a Dame Dalla, and it cost me the equivalent of like three dollars US, and I was able to sell it for like you no know, twenty five bucks. So yeah, I'm just kind of kind of whining and dining, wheeling and dealing so I can if I can make a few bucks off it. So far, not really, but you know, the night is young. Dean, I gotta ask
0: you. Uh, you go ahead with. You know, first round pick take uh, Rashawn Slater, who's got some NBA bloodline right there. His dad Reggie played uh, played for the Raptors, played for uh, I think it was like the Nets, uh, Denver Nuggets. Like played it for a bunch of different teams. And then second round, go with Asante Samuel Jr., who again, I obviously as a Patriot fan know the importance that Asante Samuel played. He's the one who cost us that second fucking Super Bowl uh, against Eli Manning. Uh yeah uh, fuck you very much chaps don't don't rub it in my <laughs> face um but what do you think like how how are you thinking they went uh, tackle they went DB they got a couple wide receivers in the draft what are we thinking that we see in the next step for uh Mr Herbert and the Chargers in arguably one of the hardest divisions to win right now
1: excellent question Julian first off I think the first two picks that they got were both relative steals. Uh, I think because of like the skill position depth in this draft that this uh, Slater dropped to number 13. But, you know, most other drafts, he probably would have been top 10 pick, top eight pick. Uh, They were really hyping him up. And from what I've seen, he's going to be awesome and can kind of work all around the offensive line. So, yeah, that was the biggest need because Herbert got sacked like ninth most times in the NFL last year. And he didn't even play in every single game. So that kind of tells you the story there. And then Asante Samuel Jr. I saw him in the first round in a lot of mock drafts, like late first round, but still first round. So at number forty-seven, that's that's what seems like a pretty good steal as well. And uh, let's not forget the Canadian content, Josh Palmer, uh, drafted in the third round, old Canadian kid. And their receiving core pretty stacked, but if he can come in as like a third option between uh, behind uh, Mike Williams and uh, Keenan Allen, then then they're looking pretty good, man. So. I think the offensive line has been the biggest hole they needed to fill up. And they who they get Balaga from uh, Green Bay. Yep. Yeah. And they got another lineman and they got this guy. So, they're obviously taking steps there. The offense, if they have a line, the offense is going to be out of control. Uh, defense, if they're healthy, they'll also be good. But it seemed like they're working on that as well. I think they picked up. Oh, and, and they picked up a tight end in the third round as well. Which, with Hunter Henry leaving for your... Asshole Patriots. They they have a bit of a hole to fill there. They got Jared Cook, but uh, like you know, this guy could be something down the line. So yeah, I was happy with what I think they kind of filled all their needs, and they got him in the first four picks they had, which which were all in the top 100. So I was happy. I think the next step or the future is bright, Julian. If that answers your question,
0: I like it. I mean, the next one I want to ask is Al. I mean, Al Ravens go out and draft two wide receivers. Does that mean that there's a chance? uh Lamar Jackson's not the starting quarterback for this team now that there's a little bit of uh, <laughs> uh a, a wide receiver carousel going on here like what What are your thoughts first round you take a wide receiver it was pretty deep you know what what do you think is is in the future for uh for the Baltimore Ravens
3: they're just they're just looking to be able to rotate QBs and wide receivers through the whole thing right no I <laughs> love it. we're adding weapons man we're adding weapons I mean You've got uh, you got a QB that can move and draw guys in, give him something that can open downfield. Um, Lamar, man, I don't you dogging him. I can't believe it. He's uh, he's my boy, <laughs> and I don't know if I have to blindly love him, but uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we're stacking the weapons downfield, and that's what we need with him moving in and out of the pocket. He's a, he's a quick QB, and uh, to give him, give him a look, he doesn't have to run as often. I don't know, man. It, it looks good for us.
0: Papsy, what are we thinking about what you guys decided to do in Seattle to sort of round out this uh, NFL draft uh, year?
2: Well, I mean, our first round pick was Jamal Adams. That's a pretty good first round pick, if you ask me. Our second round pick was a fast wide. I, I, listen, I don't know. All these guys could be fucking shitty by the end of the year. I, I draft the draft to me is a weird. It's a really weird thing because you think, like, all these players are going to be good, and, and and they got all this potential. I believe the, I believe the saying is potential gets you fired. Um, I, I just. I don't, I don't really care too much about the NFL draft unless I would, if I was GM, I would trade every pick. So I like the trick the, the picks that they traded. Like, you know, they got Jamal Adams. They got the, sorry, I can't remember his name, but the offensive lineman from, uh, from the Raiders, you know, all these little trades that they have done in the last couple of years, they're starting to come to fruition in saying that the, the, the DB that they picked from Oklahoma fucking stud. I can't believe they got that guy fucking stud. Um, The wide receiver, he's a gimmick wide receiver. I hope he's good in the end. He's just really, really fast. That's like, you know, Al Davis drafting the Raiders in the 80s. Just picked the fastest player in the draft. And then other than that, I think they picked the left tackle out of Florida too. He's not bad. But I I, I just, the Seahawks have a weird history, right? Their first picks always are, are kind of shitty all the time. And then like the later rounds are good. And this year they only had later rounds, later round picks. So they should all be Hall of Famers, right? That's kind of what I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, Seattle had three picks, two, fifth, and sixth round, I think. But like you yeah. said, um, you know they make the trades to improve their team prior to the draft, so you don't need to necessarily rely on that. However, Seattle's been one of the best drafting teams in recent years. Like They've been able to pull guys in terrible rounds, even undrafted free agents they bring in and find success. So it'll be interesting to see what this new dynamic is of trading for players, what will it mean in a you know stacked division? We saw the Arizona Cardinals got better. We saw uh, San Francisco relatively get better. Uh, we saw LA get extremely better. I mean, it is going to be
2: a dogfight in uh, in that division. Just hold on here, Julian. Just hold on. The Seahawks were really good at drafting. In like 2011, 2012, they've kind of been crappy at drafting here for the last like three or four years. Like they had a good little f- four-year stunt there where they sucked at drafting and nothing worked out. I don't think they have any players on their team from like the 2016 draft or something like that. Like it, it's or 20 it's 2021, so it's like 2018 draft. It's something absurd like that. So it, it's they haven't been good at drafting lately. It's just what happened is. John Schneider picked like arguably three Hall of Famers in one draft. And that draft got an f by all draft experts. So every draft expert now is just like, oh, yeah, no, you guys are good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Now I'm a Seahawks fan. That's why I speak the truth. I'm the truth. Actually, I'm not the truth. I'm not, I'm not Paul Pierce getting surrounded by like 15 strippers, a bunch of blow and fucking weed. Um, and, and by the way, Paul Pierce, if you're ever listening to this, which you're not, that's okay because you're too high to figure out where your phone is. You are the single most overrated player in NBA history. Don't at me. That's the God's honest truth. Um, all right. I got I got two things to add. I agree with you, chaps,
1: because when it comes to the draft, everyone's like analyzing all these players and like doing like a roadmap, their trajectory, like their 15 year career. They're like predicting everything. And then some guy that's undrafted out of butt F State is gonna be like some running back is gonna be better than Najee Harris or Travis Etienne. Like last year, James James Robinson on the Jaguars. I think he might have been a seventh round pick or undrafted. Uh, it, some no-name person that no one's ever heard of is going to rack up like 1,400 yards rushing or like a bunch of yards receiving. So the draft kind of gets you in that way. Second of all, Julian, you're talking a lot about wide receivers being drafted when the New England Patriots haven't drafted a good wide receiver in like 25 <laughs> years. And they've tried. What? They've tried. I,
0: yeah, and, here's the thing. And I, can just can want to throw, I just
1: want to throw some shade
0: yeah but here's the thing while we don't draft wide receivers we won championships so you can draft all the wide receivers that you need at the end of the day there was 20 years of dominance and i'm glad you brought up the new england patriots they had some relatively solid drafts similar to what seattle had done but then recently haven't done a whole lot lately if you look at like and again i'm i don't know i don't even know if i can say his name i'll go with uh I don't even remember what number it was actually, but Aaron Hernandez, Gronkowski, those two, <laughs> those two tight ends were absolutely incredible. And those were like not first-round picks; those were guys who came later in the draft. And Belichick found a way to really be able to plug and play for a few years there, where he picked terrible people to fit his scheme. Recently, yes, Kanil Harry, awful wide receiver pick. Um, Thank you. Tr- They've trade, yeah, Aegon, terrible. They've traded for former first round picks from like the Colts when they made the uh, deal for Jacoby Brissett. Awful. So, yes, while I'm not saying that we are great, um, the one thing I will say is Mac Jones. Mac Jones fell from what was you know talked about as a third overall pick, an easy top five lock, falls to Bill Belichick in the most Belichickian way. People thought we were going to have to draft up to get him. He falls to 15. His boy Nick Saban, you know, grooms Mac Jones. He's a clear talent. While he didn't play in the same scheme, he's going to play in with Bill Belichick. Uh, this is the first time that there is a half decent quarterback uh, on this New England Patriot team. I'm excited to see what happens because Bill, uh, the Bill Belichick's going to take his Patriots back to the playoffs this year. They're actually going to win the division in the East. Let's go!
2: Yeah, you got. You know, I, I think it's funny. People were kind of hesitant hesitant to say he's a good quarterback. I think there's some things that we could get into that way as far as, you know, racial stuff and everything. And that's perfectly fine. I get it. He's not the most mobile. He's like a throwback. So some people were scared to say he's a good quarterback. He's like a genius. Do people know this? Like he's a flat-out genius. One of the smartest a, guys ever, ever in NFL history, and isn't played down. He's literally one of the smartest people ever. So I, I hate it because I think he's going to be good, and then the Patriots are going to be good again, and it's going to be <laughs> fucking terrible. Oh not the my most, life!
0: <laughs> is this not the most Belichick thing? You don't need an athletic quarterback. You need a guy who's smart, who's going to put in the work. He came from a very decent program under Nick Saban, so you a know deci- he's a head. very
2: decent program. Uh, Alabama is yeah. more the very decent fucking program. But he was The program.
0: At, if if you look at like the quarterbacks that Alabama has put out, Mac Jones is not the top tier of those quarterbacks. He was a great. He was a good quarterback, but he wasn't great. Yes, he you know won a national championship. He's going to have the the pedigree of championship mentality, and what better place to fall than the New England Patriots, where there isn't going to be pressure on you to outperform what cam Newton did and that was like th- can't even throw balls five yards. They have seven players are turning back on defense from their big championship run. This is uh this is a very exciting team uh to watch next year.
2: All right, we're done talking about the fucking NFL. Okay? <laughs> yeah let's <laughs> switch it up let's put <laughs> the foreplay let's get into
1: it. Japsy hit him with it <laughs>
2: boy oh boy do we have a movie here to discuss boys i uh i watched that thing fully erect for an hour and a half it was like <laughs> one of my favorite you, favorite you may need to go op- see a
0: doctor after that buddy. <laughs>
2: I, listen, from the moment I believe on this podcast, I said it is my favorite trailer I've ever seen in my whole entire life, and the, I want to I want to throw it to Al first here because Al hasn't talked in 38 minutes, and Al, it is time, it is time for you to have your first legitimate hot take moment on this podcast because we're gonna get you after this. So go, the ahead. new guy,
3: the new guy, Hayden's over. Let's let's do this thing. Let's go. I love it. Let's go because I know I'm the odd man out on this one. I didn't like it. I did not like it. And I'll give you my rundown why. It starts off really good, like it's gonna be this legitimate story. Bihan, Hanzo, they've got this background, Scorpion Sub-Zero. We start up building it and then we completely forget about that until fucking way down in the movie and it's all wrapped up in about a two second split of like, oh yeah, by the way, I've been waiting in hell for you the whole fucking time and now I'm gonna come at it. Surprise! surprise yeah so they start off great but i'm like right on i was the same way with you i was fucking tower hard as a rock for the start of that movie. patrol Water patrol and uh and then i went soft about like 20 minutes later <laughs> i couldn't get it back just stroking it couldn't get it back couldn't get it back um you can't dispatch goro in like two seconds like i mean Cole Young couldn't win a cage fight for 200 bucks about 10 minutes earlier and somehow he just the prince of the outworld in like in a barn in about two seconds. Like, you remember uh, Mortal Kombat 1995? Goro's piling up bodies like it takes him breaking Johnny Cage's sunglasses for him to get so pissed off that he fucks Goro up by punching him in the nuts, by the way, too. And... <laughs> here we got cole young um, uh and don't even get me started on the like finding your chi to get your special abilities like come on like just give uh either give them the abilities at the start and just let it roll but don't give me this like we could have uh chaps favorite thing we could have gone to an anthony Mackey montage where they all got their abilities <laughs> and then uh because that's kind of how it happened like um I will give the MVP, and what I did like was, uh, what's his, is his name? Josh Lawson as Kano? Kano. Kano. Unreal. Unreal. That guy was, he was on fire, and Kano was the best character. Fucking beauty. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, <laughs> I will contribute
1: one thing to your no plot, because most of my <laughs> review will be stellar. But when Kano met up with, uh, who was it, Barack? It's like, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, hey, Kano." It's like, "Hey, guy from Outworld that I know from Earth that somehow (laughs) kind of goes in between the realms, like, and that we work together." And now you're the enemy, and I'm the good guy. It's like, "Hey, how you doing? Do you want to join up?" Okay. And then he becomes a bad guy all of a sudden. I'm like, "Wait, how do they know each other? Like, how did he get to the Outworld?" But also, he's like some kind of mercenary on Earth, and he just kind of flip-flops back and forth whenever he's okay with it. So that was my kind of like. What the fuck but anyways continue <laughs> okay
3: and they did reptile wrong again again why why do we have to do this to reptile why do we have to make him this weird looking dinosaur thing that just gets fucked up in about 10 seconds by anybody although kano ripping his heart I was pretty cool i'll give it that and that was my favorite part of the whole movie is they nailed the video get fate we got some good fatalities we got the mortal Kombat violence I have to say, I, I watched it twice. So I watched it the first time, hated it. And then I was like, I got to go back and take it for what it is. It's a video game movie. It's Mortal Kombat. It's like Mortal Kombat didn't have substance. You just, you go in there, beat the shit out of each other. Um, so the second time around, I appreciated it a little more. But yeah, there's, I mean, this isn't a good movie, but this is a good video game movie, I guess you could say. Um, one more thing too is, Lu Kang was awesome. Kung Lao, he had some cool scenes, but I didn't like how he was the man. Like, yeah, I I don't know a lot of the Mortal Kombat background story. I just played the video games. I didn't follow the story or anything. But uh, I didn't like how he was like training everybody. He's the most powerful guy on Earth. Earth champions. But uh, yeah, here I've run it in the ground enough. You guys can. Uh, what, do, your what, bonus do you give what do you give it out ten? What do you
2: give it out ten? Like let's go out ten. ten trench beer. What do you give it out of ten trench beers? What are you giving it? I'm giving it five and a half.
3: You, if you make Goro an ass kicker, it's the six. Okay.
2: All right, get him, get him, Bigo. Go
0: yeah, ahead, come on. So, I mean, you said a lot of great things, um, and I can understand where you are coming from, but. I've watched it twice as well. The first time I enjoyed it. The second time I watched it to pick up all the small details that made this movie great. Whether it's tying into the video games, to the history, to the 1995 movie. I can agree with you on some things. What they did with Reptile. Awful. Goro. Sure. What you have to understand is what what HBO Max is doing with this is what WB failed to do with the justice league. And that is you have a story arc that you are going to follow. Stick with your plan. It doesn't all need to be done in one movie. And I found that they did things in this movie that set things up for the future to really give the credit where credit is due. They needed this movie to show, Hey, this wasn't the shitty mortal Kombat annihilation. This is better than the 1995 movie. We are making it new. We are making it exciting. We just added a new character that no one's ever seen before. And they paid homage in so many different things. For instance, the water spilling scene of Hanzo in the very beginning. Very cool because it sort of shows that Sub-Zero is coming. How Liu Kang kills Sub-Zero in the first 95 movie was the water spike. Um, The rope, again, the small things. The rope really big with Hanzo. Cole and his daughter have have, uh, the rope bracelets in the Scorpion colors. And that's where his Akana, not his chi, but his Akana comes from when he gets it, when he's fighting it right. Goro. Right. So, I mean, again, they have all of these really small things. Bihan, absolutely fantastic. He was in, you know, Fast and Furious six, which I absolutely loved kicking ass. Choreography was off the charts. Um, you know, the fatalities, as you said, amazing. Kung Lao's flawless victory. Like, that's what a lot of us were missing from the movies. It missed, it missed out on some of those things. And I'm loving what's going to happen. Sub-Zero is getting his own prequel movie. Could we see him as Noob Sabot? Maybe because that's the attire he's rocking when he becomes Sub-Zero. That was part of the storyline we missed. You know, How did he become Sub-Zero all of a sudden? You know, Johnny Cage is going to be in the sequel because we see Cole going after him at the end of this one. I mean, there were so many amazing things that I absolutely loved. Um, but I also understood they couldn't get everything done in one way. This couldn't be the Joss Whedon Justice League. This needed to be like the the four and a half hour Snyder cut of Mortal Kombat with more to come, and that's what I'm most excited about. Dean, you know what? What are your thoughts? What did What did you think of uh, of Mortal Kombat?
1: Okay, here we go. Throw plot, throw acting skills throw all that crap out the window what we got here is a high octane ass kicking fest that rules so yes al i agree with you there was no real story and a lot of it made no sense acting if that's what it takes to be an actor in mortal Kombat* boys then we should brush up on our combat skills and try out for the next one because i think i could do that however the action scenes were sweet like the f- fatalities, the Kung Lao fatality, where he saw that lady in half, that was tight. So it's kind of a turn your mind off and enjoy the ride kind of movie. And like some of the stuff they were doing on those fight scenes was out of control. Like, you know, when Sub Zero freezes the blood and then stabs the guy with it, like that, that's just out of control, man. So yeah, the movie definitely had some flaws. But uh, I was entertained th- the whole way around. And I've only watched it once. So I'm going to give her another world maybe when we're done here tonight. And, you know, I had some, I had a couple buds over and some of them were talking. So I, I really want to do a deep dive, but I liked it. And I made my own scoring model. So no disrespect to Trench Brewing, but I give it
2: 6.5 roundhouse kicks out of 10. Nice. I think, what, what did, Dean, did did Big O give the score out of 10? I did not. I did not. I'll go, I'll go back to
0: our, our sponsor for this week and maybe yeah. never again, but we'll see if, if they decide. Um, I'm going to go seven and a half because one of the things I forgot to mention was if you were shitty at this video game, then you did exactly what Liu Kang does to Kano when they're first in the ring together. All The only move you know is the low leg sweep because if you were shitty at the game, that's all you did. And then you did the jump. And then you get leg kicked again. And I thought that was, again, if if you haven't played the games or if you're not looking for those things like the first time around, you're going to miss some of the subtleties that really makes it amazing. There's also one point uh, on on Sonya Blade's wall actually has the combination for Sub-Zero's ice beam in the video games. It's like down, left, right, or whatever. So again, if, if you're not looking at these things, you're missing it. I think Mortal Kombat, super creative, seven and a half. Let's go.
1: There's also the hold a and then when he does yeah. like the multiple gigs like, <laughs> like kind of thing, like, it, 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 like that was tight
2: too. I was like, get him! All right. All right. Let Let me let me give my chaps perspective here as I am notoriously harder on movies than everybody else. This movie was a terrible movie. But I loved every second of it. <laughs> All right, this movie <laughs> Like one of the Preach. worst movies I've ever seen in my life. But I just loved it because there's only one. You could tell there's legitimately only one actor in the whole movie. There's only one. The only person that can act is Kano, and he's from 100%. Super. Hundred percent. He's he's from Superstore. He's actually the the uh, pharmacist from Superstore. The pharmacist, yeah, yeah, yeah. So so he's the only actor, and you could tell like he he was he was like having fun with everybody in there. He's like, oh, Sonya Blade, you're terrible. Jacks, you're terrible. Uh, all the all the other uh, people, you guys are terrible, terrible actors. I'm sorry to say, you're not gonna make it. You're not gonna win any uh any Academy Awards anytime soon. I'm sorry to say, but Al made some good points. Goro is not dead, by the way. He's coming back for the second one. That was obvious, but you killed him off in two seconds. I mean, like, what are you doing? You killed off a lot of these good characters that I was sh- like Kano, I, I, like that director when he's when he when he's directing that movie. He has to be able to see like, holy fuck, these guys suck at acting, but that motherfucker's pretty good. So we should probably rewrite the script and not have him die. Um, but I didn't care. That's the whole point. Like, I just didn't care. I didn't care that she grabbed the garden gnome and stabbed him in the eye. That probably not going to happen. But the only thing I did care about that makes it not like a crazy, amazing movie for me. Like, why were you spending 20 minutes here doing the the Sub-Zero and Scorpion thing? Only for that to last like two minutes at the end of the movie. I, I, I get it. They're building it. They're building it. But there needs to be more backstory to that. Or just scrap that whole first 20 minutes and just start because there's no plot to the movie. There's no more there's actually no mortal combat, believe it or not, guys. Like it's just, it's an ambulance. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <with this. laughs> so, I was like, what was that Mortal Kombat or not? Like I, <laughs> no, I the the answer, it was. The answer, Dean, is no, it was not. Uh yeah. so if I'm giving this out of 10, uh, out of 10 trench brewing a brews. I'm going to go with six and a half. I think that's pretty fair, but I loved it. It's like the highest six and a half I can give. Because like I said, I was rock hard for an hour and a half and it was, uh, it was phenomenal. I just, I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it.
1: Well, I'll give you a bonus review without remorse. Michael B. Jordan, five trench beers and five roundhouse kicks out of 10. And that does not equal 10. It's just okay.
2: It's just it's just not good.
1: But the roundhouse kicks is how I'm gonna be grading all my movies from now on.
2: <laughs> hey Dean, Dean, did did you mention or sorry, the big D. Did you mention beer there? Because I got something for you. I did. If you Hit have me. ever wa- want wanted to capture the spirit of what it is, well, see, I already screwed this up. You guys are totally right. This is what? this is <laughs> difficult. This is beyond difficult. If, <laughs> let me try that again. If you ever want to capture the spirit of what it is to live with no instructions needed and if you happen to find yourself thirsty downtown Prince George, us squad members suggest you take a booze cruise to Trench Brewing. They're open 12 to 7 Tuesdays through Sundays and they offer a <laughs> a I <delicable>, guess. <laughs> oh, but so good. delectable, delectable. so good.
3: Delectable. A delectable
2: smoked menu as well as As well as your type of nachos. Also offered are off-sales with growler fills, which we get in this household. They're awesome. Though I can neither confirm nor deny if the instructions will be. The main event is the Caledonia Coffee Ale, which is at six percent. Which is at six percent provides the copper ale, the copper-colored ale, with its crystal malt and high percentage flaked oats. A rich, silky mouthfeel, along with the delicate biscuit and coffee flavor imaginable. With over 140 pounds of French roast coffee, carefully brewed from their friends at Mercedes Beans, models and teas, this coffee ferments along with the beer to give it a full-bodied, balanced coffee flavor and and an aroma that complements the smooth, easy drinking fall ale. Guys, this Caledonia Coffee Ale—I've had four of them so far today. I'm a little nervous that I've had too many because I think there's coffee in it clearly and i am uh, i might be buzzing here all Buzzy-y night buzzy so again we want to thank trench brewing and distillery for uh you know sponsoring our first ever our first episode that's actually legit sponsored it's not just some back alley thing that chaps worked this is an amazing thing if you guys are in prince george please visit trench brewing they need your support right now with uh the covid restrictions and stuff so buy takeout Get them going. If you're any in any major city from Fort St. John down to Kelowna, pick up a four-pack. Let's go.
0: Shout out to the uh, ghost writer of that ad. Uh, delectable. Uh, Delicates. Um, you even added in that it was french brewed as opposed to fresh brewed i mean i think you just created your own uh new beer i think trench owes us some money now i think you came up with the french brew no instructions needed version of it so uh shout out uh, shout out to that yeah listen small businesses everyone's hurting right now support your local businesses whether it's you know getting food takeout and then getting you know six-pack Growler, whatever it is, support your businesses. Try out uh, trench brewing. Uh, pick up whatever. Send us a screenshot. DM us. Let us know what you have tried, uh, because this is one of the this is one of the breweries that we want to help support. So downtown Prince George, make sure that uh, you give them a try.
1: Yeah, awesome. man, I'm out of the area, but I was looking at all their food and stuff on the website. I was like, damn, that stuff looks good. I could go for that right now. They had some nice barbecue, some chos Go out. Buy a four pack at the very least if you're in the Prince George area. Get some takeout. Do they have their own uh, delivery drivers or is it Skip the Dishes chaps?
2: So they uh, they have their own delivery drivers. They're supporting their their staff and they're letting them go out there and drive and, and deliver food. So make sure I know I know uh, Big Al or Small A or whatever the fuck we're calling you has uh, he's been drinking some trench here while we've been uh, going here.
3: I've had a hard time keeping one for the episode. I think I've had like seven of the fangs today. It's six percent. That's why I'm so sunburned. I was just outside drinking trench beer all day. Chaps is outside shoveling his driveway, but I was sitting in the sun drinking drinking the fangs. So yeah, trench I love it. I love it. keep them coming.
2: Yeah, they've got like a forty five minute ad read here by us so <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I, okay, I'm willing to bet we do an over under. Luna gets more words right during the ad read than Chaps chap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you're probably right i can't read i take that action you guys want to hear about my picking up the parents again i had in their situation yes today. <laughs> yes yes i was gonna bring
0: it up if you didn't what happened part two of picking up families at the
2: park. are you official so this is a different set of parents believe they're Oh, friends. you're swinging? <laughs> you're swinging.
0: Holy. We're moving up <laughs> here to Utah, just having all the different families as part of your little group. Let's go.
2: All right. So we uh we went to my Alma Mater. I know Alma Mater. I can't see I can't even say that one. Alma Mater. Mater. It's like That's my intro. <laughs> That's <what it> <laughs> Perfect. <'cause> I can't <laughs> announce, I can't pronounce it. Um, <laughs> no so we went to my former elementary school and it was a cool moment for for my like uh for my family because we hadn't done that yet so it was like kind of emotional it was awesome anyway so we're playing and uh this family comes walking up i looked at my wife and i was like all right get your fucking game face on here we go <laughs> and uh so we start you know we start small you know the kids start playing i'm like hey man what's up he's like hey good i'm like you guys good to play with the kids because of coven stuff he's like yeah fly at it we're all good So the kids are playing and, uh, and one of our kids, I think maybe Peyton fell or something like that. And the dad's like, Oh, is she okay? I'm like, yeah, she's fine. She's, she's good to go. And then we start BSing. I'm like, all right, I kind of like this guy. This guy seems okay. So I say, what do you do for work? And he's, he says, well, I'm an accountant. I'm like, okay, strike one. This isn't going good for you so far, (laughs) mom's prayer. And then the wives start talking, they start hitting it off and everything seems to be going good. I mean, they're good. They're good people. They seem good. And I'm ready. I actually, I have my business card in my pocket. I'm like, all right, we're leaving in like five minutes. <laughs> my head starts shaking. I literally put my hand in my pocket to grab my business card to give this guy. Yeah, exactly. And it was, I was ready to go. I was so excited. And then he's like, so what year did you graduate high school from? Because we were kind of talking about high schools and stuff. And I said, oh seven. He's like, oh, I graduated from uh from 10 at PGSS. I'm like, you graduated in 2010? And he's like, yeah. I was like, oh, do you know blank and blank, which is my little sister? He's like, Yeah, I know her. I'm like, all right, put my card back in my pocket. I'm like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be I can't Strike be hanging team. out with my <laughs> That, was, like that was it. He was out. He was out. That was he was that was done. I can't be hanging out with my little sister's friends. I'm sorry. There were were nice people and stuff, but it just would have been awkward. Do you guys not agree, like hanging out with younger siblings? I think it would have been weird.
0: Chaps, I think you need to move to a scorecard that you are more of like a survey. You just give to someone because obviously these conversations are too long before you're getting to the meat and potatoes of what you need to know. Question one, what do you do for a living? Question two, do you listen to the No Instructions Needed podcast? Number three, if you don't listen to the No Instructions Needed podcast, have you subscribed in the quick time that you were doing the survey? If you get to number four and you haven't had at least a check mark, get the fuck out of here. You're not meant for us.
1: All right. See, chaps, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about your kind of scenario here, and it takes me back to our friendship, because when I lived with you and two other fine young gentlemen at uh, Thompson Rivers University in Kamloops, I was the old man. I was two years older than everyone, right? So, yes, yep, yes. and then after my last semester, I left, and my younger brother moved in to the house <laughs> we were living in at the time, and he was actually your guys's age. So, uh yeah, I, I guess I hang out with pe- my brother's age
0: people friends. Yeah, chap, stop you, being an ageist, bro. Yeah, Jeez.
2: man, I'm gonna refer you as a
0: number now.
2: Mm-hmm. Alan, you gonna protect me, or you think I'm fucked up too?
3: No, this is how Chaps and I met. Our wives, well, our wives weren't strangers; they already knew each other. I mean, they weren't they weren't wives at the time. They uh, they hadn't settled yet, but um, yeah, that's how, <laughs> that's how we met. It was uh, like almost like a guy date. They yes. brought us both along. <laughs> I forget what we did, but it was near TRU. I remember that, and I remember we were boozing. So Chaps and I, of course, we we hit it off, but it was the same idea. So, but I, I haven't had that since. I mean, I, I turn and run. I don't give them a quiz. I don't even give them the time.
2: I remember. I exactly, like strangers. I remember, <laughs> I remember exactly how we met Alan. So this this is yeah. what happened. Yeah, hundred percent. So Perfect. so we went to Heroes. And we were drinking yes. at Heroes that night. With it was it was you, your your lovely wife, my lovely wife, and me. And we were sitting there, and we were drinking at Heroes, and we got absolutely bl- blasted on a thirsty Thursday's at Heroes. And we were walking back to the to the TRU dorm, and I could all, the only thing I remember thinking is, like, this motherfucker plays soccer. Oh God, how am I <laughs> going to get through this? And because previous to all this, like the soccer team. Hated the baseball team. I didn't play baseball, but, but the soccer team hated the baseball team and my group of friends hated both sets of those people. So like we were just like in conflict, like right away. And then I remember getting back to the room that night and be like, all right, Brianne, Alan's all right. I think we can be friends. I think this is going to be okay. <laughs> I, he has the privilege of me accepting him as one of my friends. It's a hard thing to get, man. That's a hard thing to get the old yeah. DAPS check off there.
3: Yeah, you got to crush about four or five pictures together before it happens. That's how we did it too, me and him. So,
2: yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't come naturally.
2: That's <laughs> no, does, does not. that was, that, Man, talk about the good college bar heroes. That place was bumping. Yeah. They should sponsor one of our episodes because all the money we gave those fucking guys. Man. <laughs> it's funny but you like, brought up
3: the... Soccer baseball team rivalry at Tier U. That went on for years. And there were a couple, um, there were a couple brawls actually.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Between them. I want to, and always started by the soccer team, of course, because you're so tough when you play soccer. But um, it was actually, actually, my best man at my wedding started one of them. Um, baseball player goes up to the bar, puts his arm across the bar so he can't get up there. Throws his arm up, pushes him off the top, and both teams just. This is uh, old CJs, oh, nice. and everybody gets lost. Uh, it's uh, yeah, good old. I think they're uh, the teams get along now
2: at a bigger university. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. They should main university. Along. They should. I, I I remember like being being involved in some of those fights because. Uh, so uh, this is mine. Before I met Dean, I'm not too sure because Dean we met the first semester, second semester of university, right? a first year or whatever when i was there oh we met first but we started hanging out the second second so so it was like the first semester university and i was wearing my i i played pretty high up baseball here in prince george so i was wearing my prince george baseball hat backwards and in prince george you don't do that like that's just like a no boy no you're gonna get like don't do it right so i was wearing my hat backwards at the at the campus and this guy comes up to me and i won't say his name just in case he listens he comes up to me and he's like you know you can't fucking be doing that right and I, I i haven't been in many fights at this point i'm like be doing what he's like having your hat on backwards you know it's a sign of disrespect to fucking prince george i'm like are we in prince george motherfucker last time i checked we ate <laughs> so that all of a sudden me throws, throws me up against the wall and then my buddies we all jump in and we're getting shit pumped by like 12 dudes that played baseball and then you fast forward i don't know like a week later Again, I won't mention the guy's name, but someone that Alan knows. Uh, on the soccer team, we were at old CJs or or the Max. I'm not too sure. It might have been the Max. And one of my buddies goes up to this guy and because it was all over a girl, and this we start this huge fight at the max. And it's it's like, I don't know, five or six soccer players against like three of us. And we got shit kicked by the soccer team. <laughs> so here we are. One weekend, we got shit kicked by the baseball team. The next weekend, shit kicked by the soccer team. So we're like, all right, we got to stop. We got to stop doing this.
0: Any of you gentlemen watch Blue Mountain State?
2: Yes, great show.
0: This This reminds me of like when the truce is broken because of <laughs> Alex Moran. And he's got a... Bring and unite with a Virgin, the you know the lacrosse team and the hockey team, and restore order. You tell me Prince George is basically Blue Mountain State, except you know the real disrespect instead of sleeping with someone's you know girlfriend is to Ash Ketchum turn the hat backwards <laughs> and start beef. Prince George, and let go of that it- pokeball. Yeah, Prince George, you made it sound so cool because you know we had our sponsor brewery there. Now I don't know, man. Hat backwards, starting beef. It's a pretty oh, soft place. It, it,
2: it was like, and and I'll be honest with you guys, that fight with the baseball team and that specific person, it got all the way back to Prince George. I had my parents text or calling me about, be like, "Hey, I heard you fought Blank and Blake from the baseball team, and like, what happened here? Like, why was your hat on backwards? Like, it went all the oh way to Oh my god! Top. <laughs> man, like, <laughs> it you had to
1: hear from the big man, Big Hefe
2: Chaps." <laughs> Fucking big what have baby. you done, son? <laughs> no, he, he was even—he even—he cared about two things. I swear to God, I love my dad, Dad. I love you. I know you listen sometimes. I'm so sorry about this. He cared about two things. First thing, Clint, why the fuck is your hat on backwards? That's the first thing. <laughs> second thing. God. Second thing. Did you win the fight? Did you get in a couple good punches? That was <laughs> it. That was it.
0: What is what is so disrespectful about a hat backwards hat? Like I, I don't uh, I don't understand this.
2: It's like I think Prince George, like back then, maybe not now, obviously. First of all, Alan, it's like plus 20 here today, so you can fuck off <laughs> with the snow shit. Uh, you can't
3: <laughs> wear your hat backwards because the snow will get in your face. I, th-
2: <laughs> I think I think I think it's uh it, it, I don't, I actually don't know, man. I, it's just like a small town. We're not a small town up here. There's like eighty thousand people. It's just like a small town mentality. It has it has something to do with like deep rooted baseball guys here in Prince George. And Prince George pumped out some of the base, best baseball. And I'm not just exaggerating this. This is the truth. Some of the ba- best baseball in all of Canada. Like it, it just for some reason did. I don't know why. But my age bracket just we won like nationals and all this sort of shit. And, uh, yeah, I think it just, I don't know why. I don't know. The hat backwards thing, you know, I've broken the rule up now. And so now when I go into work and wear my hat backwards, sometimes I still hear about it. It's just a Prince George random ass thing.
1: Well, that sounds like the worst. Because I rock a <laughs> backward hat every single time. I wear a hat pretty much. You know, just looks. look, Alan's doing
3: it. It's a good look. So they it's, can suck it. Tear you hat too. To top it off, chaps. Oh, I, listen,
2: I, I like wearing my hat backwards, boys. I'm starting to lose my hair and stuff. So like, it just, it, it fits better. So I don't know. It's, uh, it's a really, really uh, odd thing. And one thing here before, you know, we're starting to get a little deep here. We're over an hour now. I had some people text me after last episode. and they Famous said, people? Yes, actually, very famous. Jennifer Anston text me. And it's she's funny. like, yeah, <laughs> nice. No, uh, she's like, hey. Um did you guys forget about the Friends theme song because that's probably like the best theme song of all time. 3 different people text me that saying you guys forgot Friends. Do you think we forgot it? I think it's overrated. Okay.
1: <laughs> it w- it entered my mind and I didn't say anything. Nuff said.
4: <laughs> Ooh.
3: I, it floated right past me. I I don't know. It's it's not on my list.
0: I think Friends as a as a TV show itself is just overrated. So,
2: give him the horns, Ooh. Dean. One hundred percent.
0: Curb your enthusiasm. I would have actually put on on that Ooh. list because Curb's yeah. got a great, just like I. Mm-hmm. It's an it's an iconic song. You hear it, you know exactly what it's for. Friends just like Gavin DeGrasse, One Tree Hill. I don't want to be. Sing a Dean.
1: I don't want to be anything. I was. Ho- I was- Kind of salivating here. I'm like, when are we going to talk about either A, the OC, B, One Tree Hill, or C, all of the above? We've been doing this for an hour. You haven't said a word about any of the shows, and we had to keep the streak alive. Hey, guess what? They both still rule. Both
2: theme songs slap, Dean out. Alan, you had someone text you too?
3: Yeah, I had somebody text me uh, trying to piggyback on the theme songs, and they went, because a buddy of mine has been sending me a ton of, like, uh, old school WWF videos and he's like who's your favorite entrance oh and I had to go deep but I mean because I love the Stone Cold McMahon era like that's for me I know other people there's other golden ages of wrestling but for me that's that sums up WWE and WWF is that age and I oh I mean the glass shattering for Stone Cold has to be it for me I don't know about you boys
2: Well, last time we talked about this, we ended up asking what was the whitest song that we knew. So we got... (laughs) chicken boys. (laughs) The best best WWE theme song, it's not even close here, okay? And it's not the one that you guys are thinking of. But this is the single best one. Are you ready? Stand back. There's a hurricane coming through.
0: (laughs) Hurricane Helms. (laughs)
2: <laughs> That's the best theme song in WWE history.
0: I mean, for me, Biggest Pop, is there anything that really gets you as excited than when John Cena's music hits? Just think about it, right? Like the like the pressure, like it's building, it's building. And then once you hear it, because it takes so long for him to sort of come out to it you just have like this huge pop and his audience is ready ready to go um i'm a big that big fan of that but for me it's got to be either uh hbk or dx because those two are just incredible
1: uh, you you took the words right out of my mouth julian we're back on the same track let's there, go baby, let's go it's uh it's a tie yeah. because yeah. it's no. the same person heartbreak kid Michaels. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy or are you ready degeneration X are you ready
0: are you thinking you tell us what to do can
3: I do the whole road dog Jesse James intro right do, now? let's do it
0: do it real quick we might oh. get we might get
3: copyright infringement but let's risk it let's go go quick okay <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D Generation X proudly brings to you the tag team champions of the world, Mm. the Road Dog, Jesse James, the Badass, Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws, Mm. and if you ain't down with DX, we got two words for you,
2: suck it!
3: This
1: has been another episode of No Instruction Needed podcast. Have a good night.
0: I wanted to ask you if you saw the news about Finn uh, Wittrock. Who do you, do you, yeah, Green Lantern? We yeah, talking Green so, Lantern? Lantern? Yeah. So we're talking the HBO Max Green Lantern television show has now officially casted their Green Lantern. Not to be confused with the Green Lantern movie, Green Lantern Corpse, that's coming out uh, featuring Jon Stewart. Um, Finn Wittrock is actually to play Guy Gardner. Um, very interesting. And, you know, this is in the realm of Chaps' WB, you know, DC fandom. I wanted to know, what are your thoughts? Did you even know that there was a TV show? What do you think is going to happen with HBO Max? Do you think that... Uh, you know, the same, I think it was like the same week, we actually saw Zack Snyder's uh, green screen footage of, uh, I can't remember the uh, the guy's name, but who's playing the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. You know, are you getting excited for what's coming
2: next? Okay, so two things here. Yes, I did know there was a movie or a TV series. Sorry, I didn't know that they had already started casting. Uh, it's called Green Lantern Corpse is going to be the the TV series. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of confused what they're doing a little bit because there seems to be a lot. It's like they're pumping TV series a lot more than movies for this kind of universe, which is cool because they got like some pretty big name actors like like uh, what is his name? Jeffrey Wright to do the Commissioner Gordon one. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting uh, way to do it because they are looking more at downloads and subscriptions, kind of like our podcast, which you should rate five stores, subscribe and download, tell five friends. Um, you know, it's a very, very interesting way to do it. Personally, I don't like it as much. I kind of would, I like the movies to kind of pump out, but this way you get to build more, more uh, characters and you get to build more story to it. Uh, so it's interesting. Quite honestly, I'm just way more excited for the Batman movie. I just, I mean, that movie looks like it could be the best superhero movie ever made. And the crazy part, when you go back to looking at that movie again, they had filmed like 15% of it when they released that trailer. Like, it's wild to think that if that's 15% of the movie, oh my God. (laughs) Like, what is going to happen in this thing? But so, yeah, I'm more excited for that. But if they keep pumping out, you know, quality, HBO doesn't do anything bad. Everything HBO does is quality, it's good. So it's going to be good. It's just, it's a, a different way to do it. I have a question.
1: And it's slightly on topic, slightly off topic. But has anyone watched Amazon Prime Invincible? I know I've brought it up on this before, but I just watched the season finale uh, yesterday. Has anyone watched it yet?
0: No. Yes, I have.
1: Probably is better than both Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision. It's awesome. And there's so many like high-level like celebrity spots. Like Marsha Shala Ali does uh, some voices. Seth Rogen does voices. It's the same people that do The Boys. And if you don't watch it yet, it's awesome. J.K. Simons is the dad. And the the season finale blows your effing mind, man. So give it a whirl because it's awesome. And yeah, that's all I got in the superhero world for this week. In Woodlock, I know him for him, the biggest short, and that's about it.
2: He was in the biggest short.
1: Yeah, he was one of the two friend guys at uh, recruit Brad Pitt. Pitt.
0: Sorry, yeah, he's also on a on a Netflix show um, right now as well. But uh, I'm just I'm I'm excited to talk just briefly about what Chap said. A lot of TV shows to develop things. It's still high budgets. Like the Green Lantern um, television show is going to be the most expensive. TV show that HBO Max has put on, but they've also understood that like this pandemic exposed a lot of issues, and that is, in the event that movie theaters get shut down, what is the best way to still create and generate revenue? And that is, while well, we have these streaming platforms that we've invested so much of our content in, now let's start to push it forward, because you can still, in the event that movie theaters open, still have it run on your platform or in theaters. You're no longer just restricted to doing in person releases, you can now have the digital form of it. Um, so, again, I'm excited to see what it's like. I'm excited to see uh, what DC's got cooking up at HBO Max, but more excited, we're like a couple weeks away from Loki. So, can't wait for that one. How's it looking up?
3: I, I didn't know Green Lantern was happening, but I'm happy to see that it is because that's. I think that's an area that hasn't really been explored in DC well, anyway. Like I mean, if you see has there been two two movies?
0: Just one, I think.
3: Just one really bad movie, yeah. <laughs> just just one <laughs> terrible take on the whole Green Lantern. So I I'm excited to see the Green Lantern get his due and uh yeah, I, I mean, and Loki, I mean.
2: You guys are I'm just not. so horny over the fucking Marvel it, shit. Like, you guys are no, so horny. You have to be. Well, God.
1: come on! I love DC too, chaps. Don't worry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: This is second. Oh. I knew I'd get him there. Oh, I man.
0: watched Civil War today for the first time in like years. Still bangs. Ah. Yeah. Still.
2: It bangs so hard. I watched it a couple weeks ago too. The Dark yeah. Knight and is Roos. better. Th- The Dark Knight is better than anything Marvel's ever done. It's not. It's not even fucking close. The Dark Knight is literally one of the top five movies of all time in any genre. And like Marvel can never. They they keep trying to get to the Dark Knight level. They never will. They just can't. That you can't. You can't do it. That is one of the best movies ever made. Period.
1: What about Oscar Isaac's uh, Blood? What's the guy's name? Julian. The Marvel Batman they cast oh, Os- d- uh, uh moon knight moon knight yes yep but it's not- could that
3: rival could that
1: rival the christian bale oscar no. isaac quality actor what are you even okay.
2: talking about Case what closed. are you even what I'm are you even talking about going? there's no discussion here Heath ledger wins yeah. an oscar like playing the fucking joker you got christian bale knocking it out of the water or knocking it, it out of the park you got maggie gyllenhaal phenomenal in that movie aaron eckhart literally only made what two good movies in his career one of them was the dark knight one was thank you for not smoking phenomenal movie if you haven't watched it um that christopher nolan that movie is better than anything ever made by marvel and it is blasphemy that you guys are kind of trying to get me all fired up here because you know i've been <laughs> drinking and it's easy and alan did it on purpose i know he did it on purpose <laughs>
1: Okay, let me set the record straight on one thing. Aaron Eckhart has made four good movies. The two you mentioned, Olympus Has Fallen and London Has Fallen, starring (laughs) my personal hero, Secret Service agent Mike Banning, played by Gerard Butler. So suck it.
0: That butler, he's phenomenal in that movie. Uh, he's also in The Core, which was a great movie where he saves the world. So, like, let's not forget about that. But um, he slit so many dark- throats in those movies, man. Come on, yeah. D- they're awesome. Dark, dark Dark Knight, top five movie all time, any genre. I can't co sign that whatsoever because there are just so many other, amazing- yeah. Just
2: like Richard Roper has, you know, I have you know, hundreds of of uh, movie critics. At, I mean, yeah, but you, yeah, it's okay. I get it. Yeah, you're, 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 you're better than them. I mean, yeah, I get it. It's okay.
0: Of course I am. I'm he honest.
2: is. You know,
3: Roger, I, I Roger just,
2: Ebert
0: is awful. Go ahead, Al. Kill it.
3: I, I just can't believe you think Christian Bale's a good Batman.
4: What's the matter? with Yeah. Oh,
3: it's oh, Michael oh, Keaton all the way. True. Michael
0: Keaton's also one of my personal heroes. Exactly. Okay. Hey. So, oh. I'm on board. I'm on board with oh. with uh, with small A, big A, uh, core, you know, core Z, Conzi, whatever the fuck we're gonna call Alan here. I'm con just air. He. Con oh, con air is a good one. That is um, a good one. <laughs> what what I was afraid of was that we were gonna get another awful fucking take about who the best Batman was, and it was gonna be George Clooney, oh. and I was gonna fucking shred him. <laughs> but listen, Michael Keaton. I I ain't mad at that one, but. Uh, Listen, Dark Knight was a great movie. It was a great comic book movie if you're going to base it on what is a good representation of, of comic books and what is also a great acting performance. But I think there's way more to what people expect out of comic book movies that people can say that it's not their favorite and they can like an Avengers style. It really depends on what your appeal is for any sort of comic book. But yeah, Dark Knight was fantastic. No one is arguing that, except for uh, Con Air here. Uh,
4: Why do
3: you want to kill me?
4: <laughs> Where are the drugs?
3: <laughs> yes. Where are they? <laughs> Versus, hey,
0: I'm Batman. Yeah, exactly. It's way better. It makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, it's, but it's still funny because the Dark Knight has changed everyone's thought process to what Batman sounds like. Moving yep. past that, everyone always associates their imitation of Batman as Christian Bale. You know, yep. not Clooney, not Keaton, not any... Not <laughs> sure Connor. as hell, not Clooney. <laughs> <All> <laughs> the only right. thing they got is like the little nipples. But I mean, everybody now who who does their impersonation of what Batman sounds like bases it on Christian Bale as Batman. And I think that is a pretty important thing to remember about his impact as the Dark Knight.
2: All right. Hold. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I, you know what? I don't, I don't want to argue guys no more because you guys are fucking wrong. Other than what Julian said, yes. Everyone bases their uh, voice on him. You guys have got me so fired up right now. I can't even barely fit. I was just about to compliment uh, the, the, the small a or, or what do you call him? Con air. Uh, I was just about to to compliment, you know, the big O con air about something, Dean, uh, or the big D, sorry. The big, big D, if you know what I'm saying. There you go. Um, Listen, listen, listen here, guys. I watched Ted Lasso. I watched the whole series. And I will say this. Dean, the boys is better. But I would rather... It's not The boys is better. It actually is better. But I would rather watch Ted Lasso. Because Ted Lasso just makes my heart and my soul (laughs) feel so... Like I I was my, my wife and I were sitting watching it and she turned around, looked at me and I was just like, she could tell I was just joy, pure joy. She's like, you know, you're not having sex tonight, right? Like there, nothing's going to happen here. Like, why are you so happy? I'm just like, cause Brianne, this show is making me feel so happy. It's so it's, and you know what? Jason Sudeikis previously, Clint thought he probably wasn't the best actor. Phenomenal. In that series, and when he asked to act like the panic attacks and stuff like that, it's the best acting he's ever done in his career. Uh, he also won an award, so I guess you could say obviously, chaps. But it is phenomenal, Dean. You have to put whatever you're down. Go get Apple TV for five bucks because it is worth it just to get Ted Lasso. Everything else on Apple TV sucks. That show, very, very, it's phenomenal. It's it's right up there with Sex, sex Education. Uh, Brockmire, Upload, The Boys, Ted Lasso. Those have been the the MVPs for Chaps of the pandemic. And
1: luckily for uh, luckily for you, too, after Brianne told you you weren't getting any, that you had come in your pants from all your pure joy from the show anyways. So you were good <laughs> to go, right? I am a feeling that Chaps is like, don't worry about it. I'm good. But yeah, I'll <laughs> give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl. If I get... To- julian and clint's recommendation and it looks like al's giving it as well then i don't want to be the odd man out like uh julian who hasn't seen a movie i don't remember which one or the boys, boys. he didn't see the boys what <laughs> a loser
0: it's a rare a, a rare dry night for chapsy over there uh it made me focus <laughs> on, dry guy <laughs> uh, make him make him focus on a television show but yeah no, ted lasso uh is is an incredible tv show ted Lasso the you know, season 2 is going to be fantastic. Uh it definitely makes you feel great. I remember watching Mad Men and all it did was want me made me want to like cheat on my partner and drink excessively and start smoking. So it's nice to have the refreshing Ted Lasso makes you want to be a better person.
2: He's just so he's so like he's so he's just so nice and and by the way, twist ending. There is a twist ending. I was like when it ha- when that thing happened at the end I'm like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, "Okay, well what's going to happen?" But phenomenal okay guys we've been here for an hour and a half just about i think it is time to just about close uh the podcast so al I'm, i want to hear how was your first time co-hosting how do you feel are you gonna stay with us longer or are you in the bolt
3: i I'm, i mean i'm here i told you guys i'm uh, i'm the wolf of wall street up in here uh julian and i'll talk chelsea next time um, that's all right. We'll get some Montreal Canadians content in here. Um yeah, I mean I, I had a blast again, boys. I, I love being here. uh we got a great sponsor this week. Thanks again to Trench because um I've got a fridge full of your beer now. It's going down real quick, but I've got it. <laughs> and uh yeah, thanks again, boys. It was a blast.
4: Okay.
2: Oh, oh no, oh, oh, let's go to let's go to
1: the Whoa. There has to be some kind of agreement as to how much we can talk about the Chelsea Football Club. <laughs> because if it's every week, I am going to lose my effing mind.
0: Well, the season, because I will the season, have nothing to... Oh, okay. Please, Julian, please tell me what your concerns are. Season's almost done, so it'll be short-lived for the next two weeks and that's it. Don't worry. It'll okay, two I can accept that.
1: Yet. Okay. So, Al, I'll finish my thought. You were great to have on. You are going to be a great contributor and partner moving forward. You've already done more on social media in one day than I've done in months. So uh, yeah, rock on, man. Welcome. Great to have you. It's been fun and can't wait to see what the future holds with your Mortal Kombat beer opening videos.
0: In a room full of quarterbacks, the wide receiver still held his ground. And I don't blame you for that, Al. That's just you know the team that you follow. It's okay to have the wide receiver mentality. We expect more from you, more of a Joe Flacco, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Do you have any other Super Bowl winning quarterbacks on your squad? I'm not really sure. Trent Delfer. Oh yeah, that's that's the guy that you want to definitely be. Um, but listen, no, it was it was obviously great uh, having you here. It was you know fun episode. Can't wait to talk about you know the. Uh, the two championships that we'll bring in the next couple of weeks for the uh, Chelsea football club, but uh, can't wait to experience more. And Yeah. Shout out trench. Uh, I'm not even remotely close, but I'll still promote the hell out of
2: your brand. Awesome. We're going to send you some trench uh, for you out there back East. Uh, trench Brewery, Thank you very, very much. We uh, couldn't believe that uh, you agreed to sponsor us for this episode. Again, guys, if you're in Prince George, if you're anywhere from Fort St. John, down to Kelowna pick yourself up a nice four pack of the Caledonia cold brew coffee ale from Trench Brewing if you're in Prince George order to takeout. go to go there fill up your growlers awesome awesome place thank you Trench Brewing I believe we have a fairly big sponsor coming on next week so we'll announce that here in the next you know couple days after you listen to this episode can't wait to announce who that's going to be uh, follow us on social media, guys. No Instructions Needed Podcast at the No Instructions Needed Podcast on Twitter uh, or on uh, on Instagram at No Ends Need on Twitter. Facebook.com backslash No Instructions Needed Podcast on Facebook. Thanks for listening.
4: We'll see you next week. Fight. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. We got it open. 2 a.m. working like we possessed out. A- scenario is utopia stay content with that we're the best kept secret go ahead and floor past it we don't need to get fucked up all the time and broadcast it so much overload they overdid it overshared about it though we're now exposed the cynic. Oversaturated, now we're all overdosing Shaking my head side to side like a motorboating Now I'm coasting and I'm ventilating Speculating, all this posing fake And backstories, they disseminated Trying to tell us that they got their city locked down But come the AM, well, they're getting locked out We make our moves on the low Let the rhythm hit them, rock him Eric B, razor sharp can listen to that criticism about our hometown, but if you ain't from here, you're done, no, don't come. this I made a siren, illuminate the sky, we shining out the light, silver lining in the skies. this I made a siren, standing through the night, we resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine, this I made a siren, illuminate the sky, we shining out the light, silver lining in the skies. this I made they are starin' down and through the night We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine This is anti-tourism Expanding my pure vision We stand and we fan flames That came into fruition Using the true wisdom We imbibe from our environment Every idea we inscribe Become and We thrive under pressure From the weight that you place On our shoulders Clichés just make us bolder We breaking the mold Embracing the cold From the snow-capped mountains We can trace with our fingertips Roll air clean No chem detected Choke on those vapors Constantly objected to. Become familiar with that box that you left us in. Even come to love, I feel the bond like us next to kin. We resting in sleeping. You wrestling, weaken Weak out, stress-seeking. You out, left tweaking. Speak out, know you hate that we fucking got it made. But it's too late for our pity. Paid the cost for your charade. So this our Mayday siren, illuminate the sky. We shining out the light, silver lining in the scars. This our Mayday siren, down to true night. We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine, siren, 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 siren illuminate the sky. We're shining out the light, silver lining in the skies. It's our made ain't Siren down to two the nine. We resonate forever, yo, whenever we combine.